guys i'm so excited about today and about the things that we're going to be discussing today for those of you who are logging in to my podcast for the first time i'd like to welcome you my name is shalom uh, we talk about mental health awareness we create awareness about mental health and i hope you like my podcast uh, for those who've been with me on this journey those who subscribe to my podcast i want to say thank you I want to say welcome again, and please continue supporting me. All right, guys. So um, on the previous episode that I did, some questions arose from some of you guys. Um, some of the questions that were asked was, uh, how, am I, how am I doing right now? If I have any update on the fibroids, and where did I quit my job at Qatar Airways? Um. So I'm going to do my best to answer these questions. Um, so let's start with the first question. How am I right now? I am okay. I am getting better. Every day is getting better. It's not a struggle anymore. Um, I'm on new medication for the migrants. Hopefully they work this time around. And the migrants will be history. But yeah, I really appreciate those of you who reached out to check on me and the baby. We are doing fine. We are blessed. Thank you very much. Right. So on to the next question. If I have any updates on the fibroids. Actually, no, I don't. Um, I was supposed to go see my gyna once the baby turned one year old. But my gyna is currently not in the country. And I really don't feel comfortable um, discussing this or going to another doctor, especially if there's nothing to be alarming about. Like, it's not like I'm in pain or I'm pregnant. I know the importance of going back to the doctor. I know the importance of going for this checkup, but I'm going to wait on my doctor. Like, this is this has been so personal for me, and I feel like if I'm going to find out if I have fibroids again or not I would like to hear this from her um it's not that I cannot go to any other doctor it's just that where I am at mentally I don't think I want to hear this news from anybody if it's good news or bad news I'd rather hear it from her so yeah she's coming back to the country at the end of the year and I will be going to see her. And you know what? Hopefully everything is okay. Right. So um, to the last question. Where I quit my job at Kataria is. So for those of you who know me personally. Uh, you probably know that I've suffered from migraines and depression for a very long time. Way before I joined Kataria is. So I got this job. I was happy, I was making good money, but then in between the job, due to the COVID lockdown and not being able to exit the country and travel to see my family, um, the depression kicked back. So I was sick most of the time. I was calling in sick at work. It was affecting my work because now if I'm supposed to work five days a week and I'm working two days because three of those days I'm in bed, I can't get out of bed, well, it didn't make any sense to stay any longer. Yeah, so I quit my job. I came back home. I started a company. 
that was 2021 i started a company it didn't do well because uh people were recovering from the covid hit and not a lot of people were opening businesses and the company was a business development consultancy yeah so it didn't pick up as i had hoped um i opened an elba but then uh, it was doing well actually but when i was put on bed rest because it was a uh, compulsory bed rest uh, to avoid having a miscarriage i had to close down the business because now it was in a different town as me finding employees was hard and even the employees that i found managing them was hard from the bed so i closed down that business and i had another business yeah i know guys <laughs> I've done a lot of things trying to live a good life on this world. Um, I had a pottery business, but uh, finances, the people who are managing it actually mismanaged the business. I lost millions of money in it, but yeah, it is what it is. So that's why I quit my job. And that's how the businesses that I had started all went down the drain. Actually, guys, this happened in, um, let me say, less than six months period. Uh, between uh, the company not picking up, me having to close down the nail bar, and the pottery business been run down, it was actually less than four months, yeah. A period of less than four months. And that is the time that I had found out that I was pregnant. There is the time that we needed the money. <laughs> Uh, and the businesses to run and work, but things did not go as we had planned or hoped. So uh, let me say that it wasn't easy on me mentally. You know, having resigned from Kataria with knowing that, you know what, I have this backup system, um, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be okay. And then everything just going down the drain, like, you have everything that you will ever want. And then all of a sudden, it's all gone. It's all lost on you. It got me unawares. It hit me hard. It hit my husband hard. But we got through it because now at that point, you're not even stressing so much about the businesses, but about this pregnancy and being put on bed rest. So... We, we, we dealt with what we were able to deal with at the moment. Um, I remember one of you guys asked me if I have recovered like financially and business-wise. Not yet, but we're getting there. The thing is not to lose hope. Life will always have up and downs. Things will always happen. You'll have these seasons when things are going well, when you have things working out for you. And then you're going to have seasons when things are really dry and at those dry seasons somebody told me that that is when your character is built when you're experiencing these dark periods that is when your character is built um i would like to agree with that person because everything that i've gone through has taught me perseverance has taught me to be patient and most importantly it has taught me <laughs> the power of saving money because, guys, we were not saving any money. We had money coming in from the nail bar, from the pottery business. We were doing online writing. But, you know, 
we didn't have responsibilities so we wasted our money on booze and fancy things and then come here comes the pregnancy we're losing everything we have no savings but i thank god that we came out of it strong and i came out of it sane and alive that is very important yeah so uh, there are times when you're going to be in a season of high and you're going to be in a season of low um learn from your mistakes and most importantly do not be too hard on yourself like life happens you know you cannot predict what is going to happen tomorrow you cannot predict that you know what i have this money that i'm going to save and then in case of a rainy day i'm going to have savings that is a good plan but what if it doesn't work like that what if instead of a rainy day and you're a parent your child gets sick and you need to use this money and then the rainy day comes and you used all the money that you were supposed to have kept for this period these things happen i mean life happens differently and we have to take it as it comes right uh be strong if you feel like you're in a period where you really need to talk to someone find someone safe that you can talk to okay so today uh, i would want us to discuss postpartum depression um remember we are creating awareness on mental health and a lot of people or a lot of moms have gone through periods of postpartum depression and they've not had people to help them through this phase they've not had had people to help them through this stage i went through postpartum depression but the thing is having done a certificate on mental health i tend to knew what to do right most of the time when you have a mental health instability you know what to do but you don't feel like doing it anyway anyway guys so um some of the signs that you could experience being a, a mom it could be a first time mom or not excuse me that could be anger could be anxiety could be guilt a loss of interest in life in things in your baby and i know this for a fact because i have a friend of mine who lost total interest in their child and she did not want to see her child totally she did not want to be near her child like hearing this baby cry would make her get so angry and feel so bad and ask herself questions like why did i even give birth to this baby that was postpartum depression right so um these things can happen these things actually do happen they are a reality and some other th- uh, signs that you could look out for could be fatigue you could feel like you're really tired mentally physically emotionally you don't want to do anything you don't want to take a shower you don't want to eat guys it gets real it gets hard and the thing is we see all these women who are going through this period of postpartum depression and we judge them so i'm appealing to everybody who knows a mom who's going through a hard time please do not be a voice of judgment please be a voice of encouragement we cannot keep pulling each other down in this society and expecting 
generations after us to do better. We cannot keep doing things wrong. We cannot keep making wrong decisions and then expect our kids to learn better. If you know if you're a husband and your wife is going through postpartum depression, guys, be there for her. Understand her. Understand that it is a face. Understand that she does not want to be depressed. Nobody wakes up one day and decides, you know what? I don't want to sleep. I want to, I want to experience insomnia. Nobody decides, you know what? I want to have a panic attack. Nobody wakes up and decides, you know what? I am a new mom and today I'm going to be really irritable when it comes to my baby. No. Nobody feels like they want to do that. These are feelings, these are emotions that creep up on you. And most of the time we don't know how to deal with them. Right? But the most important thing is do not be hard on yourself. Immediately you realize or you sense that you have postpartum depression as a new mom, as a first time mom, if it's your third baby or your fourth baby, I'll tell you what I did, right? All these people were coming at me with all these advice like, yo, do not keep holding your baby, put your baby down, let your baby sleep on the crib. Um, if you hold him too much, you're going to spoil your baby. What I did was, I was holding my baby almost, I think, 22 hours in a day. I made sure that I bonded with my baby because I remember when I was pregnant and I was sick. That times when I would cry and I'll tell my husband, baby, I don't want to do this. I don't want to keep this pregnancy. I am sick. I can't take care of myself. How am I supposed to take care of a baby? You know? And to be honest, guys, up until the period when I found out I had fibroids, I was not really feeling emotionally connected to my baby. And then I found out that I had fibroids and then I started becoming scared. I actually developed anxiety. Because now, um, when the doctor tells you that you have a fibroid that is 10 centimeters long, and now reality hits that, you know what, I could actually have a baby with special needs. I could actually lose this baby. I could actually die, you know. All these things, they triggered anxiety. And so immediately I realized that, you know what, I'm depressed. I have these migraines. Now I have anxiety. I need to do things different than everybody. what everybody else is telling me to do. I have to do things the right way for me. I have to make decisions that are right for me and my baby and not that are right for every other person. So when people told me, no, do not go sleep with your baby, let the baby sleep on their own, um, do not hold your baby for long, put him down, let him cry, I did neither of that. I have been co-sleeping with my baby, I held my baby, and every time I would put him down to sleep, I would be sleeping next to him. I did not have the courage to leave this baby in the bedroom alone sleeping and go to the living room and start watching a movie. That was that was something that I would see people asking me to do. And it was impossible, people. It was impossible. All I wanted was to, you know what? 
I, I wanted to make sure that I bond with this baby no matter what. And that is what we did. Well, safe to say after he was born, um, when he started speaking, the first word that he said was dada, not mama. <laughs> he said mama, I think, three weeks ago. But for me, to get rid of the anxiety and the fear of, oh my God, what if he doesn't wake up? What if there's something wrong with him? I made sure that I emotionally bonded with my baby. I spent hours and hours with him. And yeah, that helped. So um, if you feel like you're going through this and you're having difficulty bonding with your baby, find something that both of you can do together. You could um, take walks together. You could watch cartoon together. You could listen to music together. Whatever it is that calms you down, do it with your baby. See if that helps. Another important thing to note is you need to take care of yourself. Before you can take care of anybody, you need to take care of yourself. If you're not there mentally, if you're not taking care of yourself mentally, you cannot take care of your baby. If you're not taking care of yourself physically, you cannot take care of your baby. Babies tend to feel when their moms are anxious or when they're depressed. And these are feelings that we do not want to pass on to our babies. So find something that you love doing and do it with your baby. You could try skin-to-skin um, -skin bonding. Take a shower with your baby. Like, if there is something that is doable for you, then do it. If you like um, staying in the bathtub, running through some hot water, take your baby with you. Whatever it is, the most important thing for you to do at this point is to get through this and emerge strong, healthy, and sane. This is important for you and your baby. Another thing that you could do, exercise. Um, this really helped me because when I, before I got pregnant, I used to weigh 51 kgs. I got pregnant, I added 30 kgs. So I was weighing 80 kgs plus. And guys, let me tell you, it was hard. It was hard because now I would look at these pictures of myself, the before pictures and the after pictures, and I would not even have the courage to take a picture of my body. I did not want even to take a selfie because you know what? I'd look at myself and I feel, oh my God, I'm so fat. I would try to starve myself, which is a very bad idea. And then the baby would need breast milk. And if you're starving yourself, you do not have enough breast milk for your baby. So I'd uh, end up hungry. My baby is hungry. We are both irritable. And that did not work. So recently I started working out. It has really helped. I am working out. I am on a diet. So I do this diet for two weeks. Then I break for one week. And then I resume it again for two weeks. I have seen changes in my body. I have seen changes in my mood swings. I am much happier. I feel much free. I feel um, the anxiety is gone. And I, I can say that things are getting better on how I deal with um, adding weight, how I deal with being a mom, being a wife. Yeah, things are getting better. So exercise, people. Exercise, guys. That really helps. But... Let's be honest, it gets to a point where all these things are not working for you. Because 
like I said in the previous episode, my level of rock bottom may not be the same as your level of rock bottom. So if you're feeling like you've tried all these things and they're not working, please do not be afraid to go see your doctor. Talk to a medical health practitioner. Get the help that you want. Actually, get the help that you need. Because without getting that help, then you're going to be straining and you're going to be getting out all these emotions on your baby or your family. And we all want to be happy. We want our babies to be happy and healthy. So guys, like I said before, if you know a mom, a new mom, or someone with a new baby, and they're going through postpartum depression, please do not be the voice of judgment. Please do not be the reason why they feel bad about themselves. Be the voice of encouragement. Be there for them. Offer them support. Be that community that they need. Okay? And, yeah. I wish we have a, a community or a society. I really hope that we one day we'll have a society that actually supports people who are going through uh, mental health issues. We have a society that recognizes and acknowledges that things, things actually happen and we do not judge people harshly. Rather, we understand them and we support them. Uh, that's it for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Please do not forget to subscribe, like, and share. Uh, if you have a comment, please reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. And as always, this is Shah's voice, a black girl's mind. Thank you for tuning in. Bye-bye.